Hello and welcome to the Allegro podcast, the podcast where you will be able to hear from your favorite athletes around the world. For today's episode, I will be talking to Liam Murphy. Liam is currently a freshman at Villanova University. In high school, Liam won multiple state sectional, group, and meet of champion titles and ran some really fast times such as 413, 854, and 1452. I just want to note that we faced some technical difficulties while recording, which is why there may be some discontinuity in the middle of the episode. Regardless, I'm really excited to share this episode with all of you, and I hope you enjoy. Allegro. Allegro. All right, thanks so much for joining me today, Liam. To start off this episode, can you please introduce yourself and talk a a little bit about how you started running? Hey guys, I'm Liam. Uh, I run at uh, Villanova University now. I'm a freshman and uh, I uh, graduated in 2020 from uh, Allentown uh, High School. And uh, pretty much uh, my brother was was into running um, when I was uh, um, in middle school. So um, I like kind of my family just uh just like figured I should start running and then um, from there I kind of gave it a shot in middle school um didn't really like it that much in uh middle school I ran like um spring track sixth grade uh in seventh grade and then I didn't like it so I quit in eighth grade and I just wanted to uh, focus on soccer and then uh, I gave it a another try in um freshman year I kind of liked it and then uh from there I just kind of went with it and uh I liked it in high school and uh I thought it was a great experience Awesome. Yeah. So like starting in like middle school, I guess, and to like current day uh, as like a college freshman, what do you consider your greatest running accomplishment? Um, I'd probably consider uh, winning meet of champs uh, either indoor my junior year or uh, cross country, maybe cross country because um, I don't know, it was just a great environment. And uh, anybody in New Jersey cross country knows uh, like how special uh, meet of champs is, especially in New Jersey, which is how many people are there. And like, everybody gets so into it. So I'd probably have to say, uh, meet a chance my senior year cross country. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like as a New Jersey runner myself, like I can definitely like vouch for that. Yeah. The New Jersey, like whole running experience. And like, I remember even like when you guys were at Foot Locker, like you guys shouted out New Jersey and everything like, yeah, the New Jersey whole running like scene is awesome. Yeah, so, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like shifting more to like getting to know a little bit more about you, um, I'm going to ask you like some questions about your favorite aspects of like different parts of running. Uh, yeah, so f- first off, uh, what's your favorite season between cross country, indoor and outdoor track? Um, I would definitely say cross country. I mean, I like, I like whatever season I'm in. I think you, I feel like if you're in track, you start like in track more, but I, overall I probably have to say cross country just because I like the different courses and uh, it's just, it's just focused on like distance running instead of like in track, you have like jumping and stuff. So I feel like it's just a lot better um like being a distance runner and just like the whole aspect of cross country is just really great yeah for sure so like that kind of leads me to my next question what's your favorite uh cross country course um favorite cross country course um i haven't ran any in college yet so uh for high school i'd probably have to say um either the nxn course or uh thompson park in uh new jersey probably because i ran thompson so much but uh, both of those are, are great courses. And Homedale. I like Homedale, too. Yeah. How does, like, the NXN course compare? Does, does it compare at all to any of the New Jersey courses? 
Um, yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't that bad, honestly. I think they, they changed the course a lot, um, like compared to previous years. So, um, I mean, the, the, the course I ran on, uh, at, uh, far the place is called, but, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I kind of, I kind of thought it was similar to Ocean County Park. I, I think it was a little harder just because it was, it was so much colder and the rain and mud there like, every year is, is, uh, like crazy. It's a crazy aspect of, of, of the course, but I kind of like that course. Um, I mean, I haven't really ran. I kind of ran, uh, just, I only ran like two seasons in uh, high school. So I didn't really experience that many like different courses. And I think I ran like the same, same courses, uh, both years. So that's probably, but I'd probably compare it to Ocean County Park. Yeah. Like I remember at running camp one year, like, uh, someone who'd run at NXN compared, like they said, it's like a sprint the whole way. Like just like the way the course is and like the race, obviously being so competitive. I mean, we'll talk about that more like later in this episode, but yeah, the NXN course just from watching the live stream seems pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could definitely see how people say it's probably a sprint from the beginning because I feel like there's just so much, there's so much talent and uh, everyone's so nervous just being, being on like that that stage. So and like the the first like the race starts off and it was like uh like a 400, 400, a four hundred meter straightaway. So I feel like everybody's trying to probably get out and uh it's just like similar similar to uh um Footlocker. Uh, regionals at um Ben Cortland like that that like same straightaway everyone's always just sprinting out so I could see I could see how um people say NXN it's just it's like definitely a sprint the whole time yeah well, yeah I remember that Foot Locker race last year like or yeah last two years ago uh it was like yeah like the race went out in like 55 yeah that's that was crazy yeah definitely I mean I'm I, I think uh um like the start just in general for um Foot Locker it's just so it's so hectic. I feel like there's just so many people because like they they let anybody in that race. So and there, there's like no time standard at all. And like um like for that starting spot, it's pretty much just whoever gets there first is like starts in the line. And there's like like on it, there's probably like 400 people all at that start at uh at Van Cortland. Sorry, it's, it's crazy. I feel like if anyone's ran there, they know how crazy it is. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. What about your favorite place to run in general? Um, favorite place to run probably either the Manasquan Reservoir, um, or there's like a an Allentown Trail by my house that I'll I'll go there. That's like 14 miles long, so that's pretty nice to run. Either of those two spots are probably my favorite. Yeah, a lot of people have had on like on the podcast are saying Manasquan Reservoir. Like I've got to go there to to try it out. Like try running there. Yeah, that's a that's a really popular spot. It's like a five mile loop, and uh, there there's always so many. Like every, every single time I'm there, I'll always see some kid I know, or just, like, uh, high school New Jersey kids in general just running around there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's, that's so cool. What about your favorite workout? Um, Favorite workout would probably have to be – I mean, usually usually I'll, I'll like whatever workout I'm, I'm feeling good in, but uh, probably, probably uh, mile repeats, I'd probably have to say. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, mile repeats are awesome. I also like – like thousands thousands i like for some reason and then uh i just like going like fast long runs sometimes those are nice yeah i like fast ones i usually would always keep my coach would always have me do uh either like it would always be like 400s uh 800s miles i never did like a thousands two thousands three thousands but like in college now i'm starting to do like intervals of like a thousands and stuff so a thousands not I, I like a thousands uh like three k's that's not that bad i'll do like a couple of those here and there yeah what about uh okay so like obviously uh like 
going being invited to like those big races like brooks nike cross nationals and Foot Locker, like those are huge races and like amazing opportunities and experiences out of those three like brooks nxn and Foot Locker, which are like i guess like the three big ones that like are like popular at least like among like high school running which one would you consider to be your favorite um they were all all three of them were great i mean it, it's just a, a like amazing experience being able to go out there like they fly you out for free so just being out there in general is so cool and just the atmosphere of being with like all those athletes it's just like the best in the country all like, you get to meet so many new people and just talk to so many uh different like athletes in general and then like uh at like uh nike the, the, like they brought a bunch of the nike athletes so it's really cool just being able to experience like talking to olympians and uh, just professional runners but overall, um, I'd probably – they were all – all three of them are great. Um, I mean, I, I, all, I all had amazing amazing experiences, all three of them. My favorite one in general, um, I don't know, maybe maybe Nike. Foot Locker, too. Foot Locker, was, Foot Locker my junior year was really cool. And then Brooks, too. So I don't really know if, I, if any of them was my favorite, but they were, uh, they were all great, just meeting new people and just talking to a lot of people in general. Yeah, I totally get that, like – each thing has like each event like i haven't run like either any of those like currently but um like just from seeing it like on social media and like all the coverage that they do like each event seems like so cool yeah for sure they, i mean they, they really do all three of them they, they really do an amazing job putting together like it's just a, just a fun weekend for all the athletes and it's just really cool being able to like to meet like just like to go up to all those different places all those different states and just fly, like uh, just fly there and just check out like new area and new people yeah like how's like the whole like socializing with like all the other runners from around the country is that whole aspect of it like really cool yeah that that's really it's awesome i mean like the first like day or uh first like day couple hours you're there um you're i feel like you really just talk to who's in your region so like i would just really talk to like the northeast kids but then like they have they put on they put up uh like so many different events like at Foot Locker, they had like a game truck for us junior year so like there's like a bunch of different events and then at um at Nike there was like a like a game lounge with like ping pong and stuff in there like um video games like also there's a bunch of different like activities and stuff where like you get to hang out with like everyone all in like one spot so you really meet um like just like a, a lot of people in general and then like they'll be like the day before a run they'll have like a course run or just a run in, uh like a run around Nike headquarters or just somewhere in general and like you all, all the athletes get to go 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 there together. So you get to really run, like you get to talk to all these people and you get to run with them together before the race. So it's kind of cool just uh, just just being able to run with them and just like hang out and see like what it's like. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. And uh, it's just really cool to see like what they're like in person and uh, just like just chill with them. Yeah, definitely. So like talking a little bit more about the whole Foot Locker and NXN experience. So last year you ran at Foot Locker Regionals and uh, did you get you got third, was it? Yeah, third at uh yeah. Yeah, so like you got third and then you got invited to uh NXN with that like performance. So like how was that whole like experience doubling at NXN and Foot Locker and like because like that that's a huge thing going from like racing all out at NXN and then just going like what is it like a few days later to compete at Foot Locker. How was that like? Yeah, um I mean that was definitely my goal uh in the summer was just to uh, I really wanted to do both. After I saw Jack Stanley did it, I really uh wanted to focus on trying to get trying to get to both. So um but I mean like how I look at it, I talked to like other New Jersey runners too. I feel like New Jersey running, I feel like uh every weekend, I feel like there's just so like it's so competitive and we're racing so much 
I'd be between like counties, uh, like you're racing counties, and the next weekend you're racing sectionals, and the next weekend you're you're racing groups, then meet the champs. So I feel like you're you're like putting in so many all out efforts, and then like the next week you might have like a week off, and then it's like regionals, and then it's nationals right away. So I feel like for New Jersey runners, you really get like no break. And uh, either way, I wanted to do uh, both if I got the offer. Like there was no way I was going to turn down Nike. So I mean, I was going to do that regardless. But I mean, I figured I probably it probably be it probably be really hard to uh, fly out to Nike, which is like across the country, Oregon, and then you fly back, you go through like a week of school, and then you miss the next like Thursday, Friday, and then you go out again across the country to uh, San Diego. So I mean, it was definitely a lot, just like changing your body. Like I mean, just going like um, from all like those, those two different time zones, like two weekends in a row across the country, and I figured like doing an all out effort and. Um, like that cold freezing weather in Oregon and then going the next weekend to like sunny San Diego. It was definitely, I figured it'd probably be a lot, but uh, I mean, it was great. I mean, I, I had like the best two weekends ever, even though like um, the foot locker, like I, I didn't really get the result I wanted. I figured like at that point I was just so, there was so many week, weekends in a row of just doing all out efforts. I figured I probably wouldn't have, uh, I probably would have had a better race if I just decided to focus on foot locker. But I mean, I couldn't, I can't complain. It was like the two best weekends ever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I can definitely relate to like the whole like New Jersey like running like it's like a, a lot of races. I mean, I mean like that's like the whole difference with what's been going on this year. Like the season has been like so different. Like the way it's formatted. Like sometimes there's even no season for like some schools. So it's like it's totally different how it was like in a normal season to like currently where it's like it's much more similar to like the way the pros run, where it's like they get a few like of those hard efforts throughout their whole season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, looking at Nico Young's season, uh, he ran like, I think he ran like three all-out efforts like his whole season. And with New Jersey, I feel like there's just so many, like, especially if you want to do like Manhattan or if you like give a small invitational at like one of your like your, your home home course races, if there's like a, a big race there, that's like another all-out effort in there. So I figured there's just so many. I mean, I mean, like talent-wise, if you're going to, if you're going like, to be able to compete at nationals, I feel like you'll be able to do uh, good regardless but I feel like it's just a lot harder being in New Jersey I mean I, I love it though being able to race so much and just like how cool um and like tight the New Jersey running community is I mean it's awesome being able to race uh, all the time so I, I can't really complain about it but it's just like if you if you look at it for like a national standpoint it's kind of hard because uh, like you're just racing so much and then like your season starts in the beginning of September and then nationals is like in December so it's kind of hard to be able to peak um like throughout like that all the, the all those months and just like stay consistent but i mean overall it's great so i can't really complain yeah for sure so kind of going back to last year with like the whole indoor season which was the last like the last season really for like the big the last big season that we had uh talking about like the meet of champions uh 1600 race like the or i don't know if we're calling it a 1400 race or 1600 race but how is that situation with uh, the bell going off a lap early at 1400 meters how was that whole experience because like I know before like the race I think you had announced that um, you were going for the double the like the legendary 1600 and 3200 double mm-hmm. yeah so how was that whole experience like yeah I mean I definitely had my uh, like I said on doing the double um, I mean it, it was like a thought of mine I feel like I, I always like come up with some crazy goals like me and my coach would always just like throw out the most crazy goals. So I figured, like, in the summer, uh, we started joking about doing, like, the double. And then, like, as I got closer and I felt good, like, throughout my uh, indoor season, I figured I probably I probably would go for it. 
but I mean, I definitely did not, um, like usually I'll, I'll like try to anticipate like anything that probably can go wrong in a race, but that was definitely not something I, I would have thought of happening. Uh, like official would mess up the lap. I mean, I feel like, I feel like being like a distance runner, it's so hard to count your laps, especially in indoor. There's just so many. And, uh, I figured like coming around like 800, I saw the clock was like off and I saw it was like, I think it was at like 210. Um, it was at like, uh, maybe like two two fifteen or two ten through like eight hundred, and I was I, I just thought there, there was like no way that like the, the whole this whole field just like went out in a, a two ten. I was like it's probably wrong, but I just like try to like I was like maybe like the clock they'll fix the clock. The clock's just wrong. And then coming to the last lap, I thought I I had no idea until my coach like when I stopped, my coach said um, like he's, I still another lap to go. But I mean like overall, it was it was hard. Like that last lap definitely took a lot of my legs. I only had like an hour until the thirty two. So, I mean, that was definitely kind of frustrating and just a lot to take in mentally. But, I mean, I was able to just to try to, like, push it off, not think about it, and just go to uh, go in for the 32. Yeah, I mean, just from, like, the perspective of a spectator, like, I was watching it on, the lo- like, the live stream. And, like, I remember you guys closing that, like, the, the 1400. Like, you guys were going, like, 26 or something for that last 200. And then I think my computer, like, crashed or, like, I had to, like, plug in my charger or something like that. And then, like, once I had done that, I looked back at my screen, and you guys were, like, finishing the 1600, like, jogging it in. And I was, like, so confused what was going on. Like, or I think that's what happened. Or, like, I was just really confused in general. I just know that, like, as a spectator even, that, like, that whole, like, the whole thing that happened, like, it was, like, what what's going on? But it's, like, amazing how you came back and ran that 3200 against, like, Jack and, like, Austin and the rest of, like, the field. Um, like, so, like, how was that? How did you recollect yourself and, like, because, like, a race effort like that is definitely very physically and mentally demanding. So, how did you go about, like, recollecting yourself and, like, running that amazing 3200 race? I mean, yeah, it, it was definitely a lot mentally um, just having to, like, just, because, uh, when, like, when I finished the race, um, like, we had no idea. I mean, from a, st- a spectator standpoint, everyone knew we still had, like, another lap to go, but, like, all the runners obviously had no idea. And then after the race was over, it, it, like everyone was so confused. And then I was hearing like, um, like coaches are coming up to me, um, like I, maybe a couple officials. They were saying like, we don't know if the race is going to count. Like you might have to do it over. So like I, I had the thirty two to, to, to worry about. And then like I, like all these people were telling me that um, like the race might not count. Uh, there might be a do over next weekend. I know that was that was in the talks for a long time. They wanted to say would like would you guys would the whole race be down to do like a, a do over like Friday or sometime in the week like Wednesday come up after school and everybody just does a read like a, just just do it all over again and I was like there's no way I'm doing that I think Shaw Powell he said that he's like there's no way like all, all those coaches were like I mean like maybe we could but there's just no way I mean I feel like it's so hard to do to do it over it's just a completely different race like the whole that whole be the champs atmosphere is not there so and then we had um before corona before they canceled it we had the the New Balance Nationals that next weekend. So there was like no way. And I was like, they, so then they were saying like, we might not even count it. We might just scratch it at all. So then that was also really hard to think about that. Like I just ran like this whole out, this all out mile effort. And then now it might not even count. And then I have to like focus on this two mile. And I, I mean like the two mile, that's that field was uh, so competitive. I mean, there's just so much talent in New Jersey with like how many, like all, all those guys. So it was definitely a lot to take in and process and try to like, gather myself but I just kind of just went downstairs to uh like the that area below the Ocean Breeze track, and I just try kind of try to jog. I just jogged around, I just try to like take my mind off of it and just focus on the thirty two and act like like nothing just happened. But it was a lot. Um, 
I mean, I mean, it's definitely it was like it was a cool experience, I guess, just being able to do both. And uh, I mean, definitely, definitely didn't go my way. I mean, it went like I was able to like uh, still get the win, but I mean, overall, it, it was kind of unfortunate how it, uh, how that ended. But overall, it was it was still cool. Yeah, definitely. So like both like those two races, and like I'm sure the rest of like the races that you've run, like they they show that like the mental aspect of running is definitely important. Like having that mental toughness. Uh, and like keeping like the mind like I guess tough and like exercising that is important, an important aspect of running. So, uh, just like a quick question: when you're in a race, what do you typically think about? Um, I mean, I definitely uh, overlooked the mental aspect of running because I feel like my coach definitely said how important um like the mental side and uh how 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 important it is to be mentally tough in racing, and I really just overlooked it. I feel like. Uh, I feel like I thought it was all just like physical. If like if you're if you're in shape and you're fit, you'll do well. But I mean, after racing more, uh, I feel like it just you really uh, like the more you run and the more like you do it. I feel like you really just take a, a new appreciation on how how hard like the mental aspect is. So I mean, I don't know. I kind of really just try to. Um, I feel like if I get caught up in like trying to hit like a certain pace, or like trying to like count off my splits, or just like wherever if I'm in cross country, trying to like see where I am in the race. I feel like I get too caught up in that and I just start like panicking. So I feel like it's honestly for me, I, I think it's just better just to completely zone out and to try to like block everything out and just like, just focus on like your form and stuff. And uh, just like, kinda, I don't know, I try to kind of enjoy it. I mean, it's definitely hard to enjoy it when like you're in so much pain and the race is like about to, about to finish. But I feel like just trying to like uh, have a blank mind. And then uh, like when you have to focus in on like the end of a race, if you're trying to catch someone, I feel like that's just the best way to do it. Yeah, for sure. So for like these championship races, are you racing more for time or for place? I know at the professional level, it's very popular to race for place. Like in these pre-race interviews, they're always like, I'm going for the win. So what's your whole perspective on that? I mean, yeah, it's definitely, especially in cross country. Um, I, like uh, there's, there's, there's times where uh, like you either want to go for like a fast time or, and I feel like when you get to like a certain level, like when the, when the races get so competitive that you can't like, if you look at like pro races and stuff. I feel like you can't um, like going for a fast time if you want to like go all out or and just not worry about like anybody else in the race. It's kind of it's kind of hard, but um, I feel like because like when it when you like it gets everybody gets a lot faster. Uh, it's, it turns into more of a tactical race. So I mean, I I mean, there's definitely some races where like I'll just want to go out and focus my time and just not worry about anybody else and just see how fast I can run. And there's also like sometimes where I kind of just like if there's if there's guys in the field that I'm worried about or I, I have a feeling that could like. Um, really drop like a fast time I think it definitely changes like my my mindset on how I should uh race that's like for example I guess um like I wanted to at me to champs cross country I wanted to go like all out and see like how fast I could run but then after I lost to Jack at uh groups like it definitely changed my uh my race strategy completely like I, I didn't want like that to happen again because like I, in the beginning I, I, w- I was going all out to try to get a fast time and then uh like they they hung on like Kevin and Jack like hung on which I didn't, I did not anticipate happening, and then um like they, he passed me at the end. So I feel like at some races it's just important to either go for a time, or sometimes it's, it's more important just to focus on a place. And I feel like at these championship meets, I feel like it's definitely more important, and it's just it's uh, I'd rather uh, get the win than like a fast time. Yeah, like it's it's so interesting to see like with the Olympics and everything. A lot of times it comes down to like a tactical race where they're just kicking like the last lap. Like things might change this like this this year with like how like Chepta guys running all these like world record times and everything like twelve thirty five in the five k so like the whole aspect of like 
tactical races and then like the sit and kick races compared to like going out from the gun and like racing just all out i guess that makes like running interesting like a lot of people don't like the sit and kick aspect of these races like not saying like the like the high school cross country races are really like that but like a lot of people are against like sit and kick but like i honestly like think that's interesting like the 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 last like 200 meters of a race like seeing that but at the same time also these fast races from the start are super interesting because it just emphasizes the grit that these runners have and the the times that they're running at the end are super fast so it's super cool to see that so in general i guess the variability of all these uh unique race situations are one aspect of the sport that make it super interesting in my opinion okay so at this point of the episode we actually faced some technical difficulties Liam and I were actually unable to hear each other at this point. So after a few minutes, after trying to resolve the technical difficulties in the situation, we actually restarted our call and uh, shifted to another topic. This time we were actually talking about a very discussed question and topic in the running world, which is mileage. So at this point, like I said, I asked Liam about training and mileage. So obviously there's not a universal number for mileage. Everyone trains differently and pe- some people prefer high mileage, some people prefer low mileage, and some people train somewhere in between. So let's hear Liam talk a little bit more about his training. I was probably definitely uh, in between. I think um, during like uh, the year, the school year, I-, I think I was at like 50 to 55 and then um this uh my my senior year summer we tried picking it up a little bit and then i think i was gonna hit like 70 one week and then i think i got to like 60 and the next week i was gonna get up a little more but then like my achilles just started hurting really bad so i figured i should probably cut it off a little bit i figured probably that high mileage probably wouldn't be the best move for me so i think i was around like 50 55 uh during um during the school year like that was like pretty much where my main mileage was and I figured, like, it, it, I, I, like, my coach always, like, emphasized how important it was just to kind of, like, take your, like, your easy days easy and then just the hard, like, hard, uh, like a workout, just, uh, like, give it your best effort. But, um, I mean, yeah, I would have, like, two workouts uh, a week and then I have, like, a long run um, on Sundays. But I didn't start long running until, like, I think, um, like, the summer of my junior year. So I, I just really just did, like, two workouts, two, three workouts, like, taking pretty light. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, that's that's something, like, I follow, too. Uh, like, the whole easy days, easy thing. Because I think that's, like, important. Just making sure the, like, the workout days are quality. Because, like, that's that's the way I look at easy days. It's, like, just recovering so, like, the workout days can be the most quality and, like, effective as possible. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone, uh, I feel like everyone has different different ideas on, uh, like, how they're training. I know a lot of people just like to go go all out and, like, all they, like everything they do. But I mean, and like how I look at it, I feel like that could probably lead to a, like burning out uh, for like your like the championship season. So I mean, it's definitely definitely all like what your coach wants you to do. And I feel like everybody's everybody's body is probably different. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I would I usually take my easy days easy. But I feel like when I'm like running, uh, like if I have an easy an easy run, I usually get like, I'll get like pretty impatient, and then I, f- I feel like before I know it, I'll start running like I don't know like six twenty six ten. And then, uh, like, I feel like then it turns into a little faster than I want. But uh, mostly, like, my easy days, I'll try to keep it at, like, 640s, 630s, and just, like, chill for, like, in high school, I was doing, like, like six miles, six to eight miles for, like, a, just a, a regular run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, how do you think that training, like, the way your training philosophy in high school, how do you think that's translated into 
college training is your like is the like program you're following any different how how has that whole experience transitioning been yeah i mean it's pretty much the same um i mean i definitely or in high school i I thought like uh my transition to college i didn't think it'd be bad at all i thought like i I would be so smooth i mean it kind of has been smooth but i feel like i just thought whatever i'm doing i feel like it was going to keep working in college but i feel like at a certain point, like even my coaches, like they were just, uh, they were just saying, I, I like uh, in college, everyone's just so good, and like you have to like bump up your mileage. I feel like for like, I mean, for some people, you could probably stay at your high school mileage, but uh, for the most part, I think at, at some point or another, you're, you're gonna have to bump up your mileage. So like this winter winter break, I definitely bumped up the mileage, and it's definitely a shock at first because I'm just not used to uh, just running this much, and like the workouts too. Like I had a couple workouts uh, over the fall semester. And like my workout days, we get up to like sometimes some days it'd be like eleven to twelve miles total for the workout day. In high school, I was only doing like like six total, or like six or five miles in a workout day. So it's definitely a lot. It's just a lot more, and uh, I feel like you're just a lot, it's a lot of more mileage and just work in general. But I feel like at a certain time, if you start slow and like ease your way into it, you'll get used to it. Yeah, definitely. How, like speaking of college workouts and everything, how's like the whole like Villanova experience been going for you? Yeah, I mean, the first semester it was definitely it was definitely great just getting uh to to get there at least because I I know a lot of colleges, uh kids that like they they didn't let the kids go back to the school so it it was it was cool being able to go there I mean it was definitely a lot different than a normal semester would probably be like, um without COVID like my official visit uh, it was a little different like they would they usually take like a like for Sunday long runs they would take like a van that like they'll take like two vans like, the whole team packs into it we'll go to a park to run. But um and like there'll be like practice like every day a week um just like pretty much like a, a just a normal training schedule and like this semester we only had practice like two days a week um we barely we, it was it was in, like separated into groups so I barely I would like I was like only training with the freshmen so I barely like saw I mean like like usually in a normal semester like the team like we hang out all the time together like we didn't get to, we were like always chilling chilling in the locker room uh just like eating together and like we didn't get to do any of that like we I just ate in the freshman dining hall with the other freshmen. Like some of my other friends that I met, but um, yeah, I mean, just overall, it was definitely a lot, a lot, uh, like a lot of not as much time spent as I, I would spend with the team. So I mean, that was kind of hard, especially being a freshman because I don't really know the whole team that well, all that well yet. So I mean, it was kind of, I mean, that kind of sucked in that aspect, and just not getting to go in the locker room, and just all like the normal, the normal like perks of uh, being an athlete and being in school. But um, for the most part, it was still good. I still, I, I overall, I'd, I'd probably say it was a great semester. Awesome, yeah. Was your last race like still like the meet of champions race, or did you get any like racing opportunities in the in the fall? Yeah, that was that. That was like my that that was the last uh like official race I raced in. We did uh, a couple time trials uh over the fall semester with with just our team, but uh, other than that, yeah, I I haven't raced anyone outside of my outside of my my college team since uh since that day. Oh whoa, yeah, like like. For high school, at least, we had the we had a cross country season. We didn't have the like most of the championship meets. Like we didn't have um groups or MOCs, but we we pretty much had like a like a normal cross country season, like fairly normal cross country season. Um, but yeah, totally different than like some other like schools and like d- very different from the collegiate level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So shifting to another topic. Um, obviously, like we were talking about, you're running at Villanova. How did the recruiting process go for you? And like, how, how did that decision to run at, uh, Villanova actually go? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, um, 
I wanted to uh, stay close to home. I think that was that was like the biggest thing for me. I just want to be kind of close to home, kind of closer to my family, to being able to like come home whenever I want, just to see them. But um, I mean, yeah, in the beginning of the process, I thought like taking official visits. I thought I was going to take all five of them, and I thought for sure like I would set up all five like wherever to see like. And I I wanted to probably take like for the most part, I was pretty much just set on either Villanova or Georgetown. That was what it was going to come down to. And then I had like three other, you get five official visits. So I figured I was going to like just see where they got me, see recruiting me. And just what I would have taken like three, um, like wherever, like I would have went like just to like see what it's like. I, I went to went out to like some far place, even though I, I like no intentions to go in there. I was down to like take official visit. But I had like, my, my brother was at Rutgers. So I took official visit at Rutgers too. And then like the first weekend, um, I think the first after that Ocean County race, I think that next weekend I had my official visit at Villanova and then I went right to my next, the next following weekend I was at uh, my Rutgers official visit. And then the next following weekend after that, I was at Georgetown. So it was like three officials in a row. And um, I feel like I, I was just kind of burnt out after that. I just didn't really feel like taking the two extra. It was just like three weekends in a row. And I figured it was, it was kind of taking a lot of my body too, just uh, like being out. Cause I, I had a rate, I think Thompson park. I had a rate. I had like my official visit started at Rutgers friday and then i had to leave come home so I had that thompson park race saturday morning and then i went back to Rutgers for that official visit so i think overall it was just a lot um and i, I kind of just wanted to like stay home for the weekends and just like get ready for other races and um i, I figured at that point too i, I like I, as i said i was kind of uh, already like set on either villanova or georgetown so there really was no point uh in taking like the two other official visits that's super interesting to hear about how that process actually played out for you uh like so Obviously, now you're um, training at the collegiate level uh, while being a student uh, and being a student like in this online learning environment. What's the experience of being a collegiate athlete and like balancing running and academics been like? How, how's that been? Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, most programs, um, I mean, that was also a thing I was looking for was just a lot of uh, like how, how well like the just like the like the I guess you I guess the like um like available like help there was for like uh the student athletes like if you need if you need like tutoring or something like that so i figured villanova they're really they're really on top of it like we have like athletic advisors and um so like they're really on top of like all of our all of our schoolwork making making sure we're doing doing all right so i mean it's definitely it's definitely a challenge um it's different from high school i feel like high school is not as um like the school works not as much and uh it's just not like that that hard compared to uh college but i mean at, at first the first semester i think for, first semester for everyone regardless it's, it's just pretty hard. It, it's like a new, it's a complete like new different lifestyle. So it's kind of hard adapting to that. But um, and then being an athlete on top of it, it's definitely a lot harder having to balance a sport on top of that too. But I feel like after a couple of weeks, you start getting used to it and you start getting like the like the flow of uh like what it's like. Yeah. So like, what's like a typical day in the life? Uh, been like. So you're on campus or you were on campus, right? Like in the first semester? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, my, the day, like the day in the life I saw uh, my official visit was like a lot different than what it, what it was my, my first semester. Uh, I mean, like I had a like half in person, half online. So um, like I'd wake up um, depending on whatever time my first period class was. And then, um, yeah, I would just go through my classes, go get lunch and stuff. And then uh, after, after my classes were over, I would only have practice two days a week um, just because with like Corona and stuff. So I'd have practice at, uh, like Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I think that practice would start um, at like two. So um, yeah, like my classes would end at like my latest moment at like one thirty, 
And then, uh, so like after that, I would just chill for like 30 minutes or t- uh, 20, 30 minutes in my dorm. And then I'd go to practice right after. And I was like, usually uh, like a normal, normal, like not Corona. I would uh, like go to the locker room, chill my team in the locker room, shower in there, play, get ready. And then um, then I would, I would go to dinner with the team, come back, do my homework. But now I would just uh, come back to, the, to my dorm, shower, uh, do some homework for a little bit, then get dinner, get dinner with my friends, and then just come back and finish up whatever whatever homework I had or just hang out if I didn't have any homework with uh, my friends around campus. Nice. That's really cool. On a similar note, I know before we started recording, we were talking about how running YouTube and social media has been really increasing in the recent years and how people are actually documenting their running journeys, showing like their day in the life of a collegiate athlete and things like this. So in general, what's your opinion on this growth of content creation that the running world has seen? And do you have any favorite running YouTube channels? Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely, I'll watch, I try, I try to keep up with the, like what's going on in the running world. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see like whatever is like, I'll be, I'm, I'm big on Instagram, so I'll see a lot of Instagram stuff and like whatever is usually in my YouTube feed, I'll watch that. So like, I'll see like a, a couple like Tim and stuff here and there. Um, and like whatever college channels are out there, I don't really uh, know any off the top of my head, but like I'll, I'll watch uh, a couple of those. So it's, it's definitely cool seeing what other, what other colleges are like and, uh, like how they're training and just like overall what they're doing compared to what I'm doing. And just uh, overall, like seeing other, other professional athletes, that's cool too. To see how their lifestyle is like and just being like a professional runner. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really cool to see like the like especially what Tin Man's doing and like uh the athlete special and everything, like showing how the professional lifestyle is because like in the past there hasn't been too much coverage on like that whole thing. So it's cool to see like what the pros are doing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so just like wrapping things up, I guess, um like what are your goals for like these upcoming seasons that we have? Uh, what What are your goals for? Uh, I mean, I guess like the rest of your running career, or like both like long term and short term. And what are some things that you're looking forward to in the future? Hey everyone, it's me. I'm editing this episode, and I just want to mention that this question was asked in the winter of 2021, which is why we mentioned things like winter cross country. Anyways, back to the episode. Yeah, I mean, um. I think starting off, um, I think we're, uh, Big East, like we're resuming our cross country season. So um, I might be running, I think we'll, we'll probably do like a team time trial and uh, whoever gets like top seven or top 10, we'll probably go to like the Big East championships. I think it's in North Carolina this year. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll do that. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll have a cross country season. And then uh, I think, I don't know how they're doing uh, cross country nationals. I think if, if you win, if you win your conference, uh, you go. Or like they'll send out a couple like invites, so it's pretty selective this year because we don't have regionals. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll have a cross country season. I think uh, like when I get back, we have like three or four like scrimmages almost um, uh, with like other cross country teams. Probably just like something small to just get used to like racing again before the Big East. So if I do that, I'll have a couple races there. And then I think they're talking about there'll be a couple indoor races for a couple kids in our team. So I don't really know if, if I'll do um if I'll do that if I do cross country so I'll probably be probably be one or the other, but uh yeah overall I'd probably just um a college in general I feel like my goals are probably just uh just like um like win win some races with my team uh try to make uh, NCAAs as an individual and then uh, eventually in college try to break four but other than that I'm not really looking too too deep down the line uh, I figure I'll see like how my college career goes 
and then uh like see what my plans are if i want to continue running or if i if i if i stank, uh, if i can't con- uh, continue running after college so i'll see like whatever it takes me yeah definitely like that's something new that's happening this season right like with the the winter cross country i'm curious how that's going to play out with like indoor track and everything especially with the the two like championship meets like with indoor champs and then cross country like it's definitely like a new development this uh this year so i'm curious how that's gonna go like yeah for sure i mean it's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting because um i think the um the cross country the nca cross country is like sometime in march and i think like a couple weeks after like the ncaa uh the ncaa indoor is like pretty soon after so it's interesting to see how that works and who who's going to be able to run like both like it's also just a lot i think it's just a lot to be able to transition from a cross country season like right into indoor track so we'll see we'll see how it plays out yeah for sure i do do you want to shout out shout out anyone like or, or shout out your instagram or anything like that um, I guess like my Instagram is Liam dot uh, Murphy underscore. If you have like any questions about running or anything overall, but uh, other than that, um, uh, I think think that's it. Awesome, yeah. All right, so th- thanks so much for talking uh, with me today, Liam. Like, took a lot away from our discussion, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this will too. Like, it's great to hear your story, and like, especially like the the whole like indoor experience that you had. Like, that was super interesting, and, like, I'm sure a lot of people will take away a lot from this. So thanks again so much for taking the time to do this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was cool being, being able to come on here and just uh, explain more about myself and uh, my running my running journey so far. Yeah, all right. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me.